say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, sports talk with Broads. Here's Hunter Brody. This offense is waking up. The offense is actually performing, and that's why when the bullpen was sucking to start the season and the offense wasn't scoring runs, I was more concerned with the batters because we knew that the pitching was going to be awful out of the bullpen. We didn't expect the offense to be so slow, but here you go. You have guys waking up. Andrew McCutcheon seems to be waking up. Reese Hoskins hitting an opposite field bomb. Thank you. We really needed that. Thank you for showing up, Reese Hoskins. It seems like he's working out of that slump. Scott Kingery's not working out, but guess what? Hello, Phil Goslin. This guy is amazing. And not only that, someone like Alec Bohm stepping into this lineup has obviously created a spark. Alec Bohm is hitting 353. He had two walks and two hits in this baseball game as well. Now, there was a moment where I thought defensively he could have been better and the and the Red Sox did score runs in that inning because he wasn't smooth defensively in that moment, but he followed it up with two really solid defensive plays after that. I thought he could have got to his backhand on the first one. It went right underneath of his glove and into the outfield. And it's funny, I literally tweeted as soon as it happened, I expected more out of Alec Boehm. I thought he was a way better defender than what he was showing. I mean, I didn't think he was this bad because he has had some horrendous moments. And then my Twitter mentions go crazy because he followed it up with a really nice double play where he caught the ball and ended up doubling up whoever it was. I forget off the top of my head at second base. But if you look at what he has done defensively in his handful of games, he's had about three solid plays that I really like defensively, and he's had about five miserable ones that I would love to have back. So you do the math. I know I'm, I'm getting destroyed in my mentions. I'm all for it. You can come after me all you'd like, at Broads81. Also, I'm implementing a new style post-game, about 50 seconds long, 50 seconds to a minute long. Boom, instant reaction. Bang, this is what I thought. And then after that, I come here to record the post-game podcast, of course. But I bring that up because you should go follow me at Broads81. This episode of Sports Talk with Broads is sponsored by Orbit Energy and Power. And with over 20 years of experience in the solar industry, they are home to your solar experts in residential and commercial projects. They don't only provide solar energy. 
They also provide water purification systems, backup energy services, battery storage, tree removals, electrical upgrades, emergency services, HVAC, and more. Visit them online. Their information is in the description. So Zach Eflin was on the bump to start the game, and he did not have a strong outing whatsoever. His stat line read after the game four innings, and he had eight strikeouts, and he allowed four earned runs. I I don't know what's going on here because Zach Eflin is striking people out. If you look over his last couple starts, you're almost blown away with how many strikeouts he has had. And I thought Bob Wankel from Crossing Broad asked an interesting question to Joe Girardi after the game when it came to the media Zoom call. And he was asking, do you think maybe focusing on striking out players is affecting Zach Zach Eflin because he's not able to go deeper in the ball games? Because let's look at Zach Wheeler, for instance. He's been putting the ball on the ground. There's been a lot of ground ball action when it comes to Zach Wheeler on the mound, and he's going deep in the games, and his pitch count isn't going extremely high. So I thought that was a very interesting question, and of course Joe Girardi doesn't know the answer, right? If he knew the answer, I think he would tell Zach Eflin what to do, and it would fix the issue. But I think it's an interesting way to look at it because his strikeout numbers are going up insanely, and that's not truly what Zach Eflin is, and he hasn't been able to go deeper in the ball game. So is it the most beneficial thing for him to do? Should he go back to maybe more of that ground ball attitude? Because we have seen that work. Ironically enough, in the ballpark of Citizens Bank Park, you've seen it work with Jack Wheeler. So Zach Eflin did get into some trouble early, a lot of high counts, 3-2 counts early on in the game, and that's obviously not going to help his pitch count whatsoever. So I got nervous. I'm not going to lie. I did get nervous because once I realized, uh uh-oh, the Phillies are going to have to utilize their bullpen, there was an awkward feeling in my stomach. But then a light bulb went off, and it was, hey, Broach, you're playing the Boston Red Sox, and this Boston Red Sox team is miserable. And you want to laugh at the Phillies bullpen? By all means, have at it. You can laugh at the Red Sox bullpen just as much, if not even more. So that funky feeling in my stomach went away, and you saw what the Phillies offense was able to do when that happened, specifically that sixth inning, that two-out rally was something special. It was very fun, and we'll get to that in just a moment because the Phillies were actually down 3 nothing after 3, and they did battle back. A little bit of small chunks. Hey, let's just crack into the lead. Let's just continue to score runs here and there. So they were down 3 after 3. Jay Bruce in the fourth inning gets an RBI to cut into the lead 3-1. to one. Reese Hoskins hits that opposite field dinger, which was really nice to see. He truly needed that. He has been seeing the ball better, but seeing him actually hit one out of the field and it actually be a home run for Reese Hoskins in the year 2020, I think he really needed that. And you can see the teammates get some buzz off of his power opposite field. That made the game 3-2. to two. Red Sox did go back up two by scoring another run. Bogarts chipping in. It's a 4-2 baseball game, and this is where the tables turned. That sixth inning was insanity. Phil Goslin comes up to the plate, and he was the real spark plug. I'm not going to lie to you, and I love every single minute of it. If you didn't know, Phil Goslin at the moment is hitting 429. Scott Kingery has been abysmal. Scott Kingery has not worked out to this point this season, and I think 
he is making a case. Phil Gosselin is making a case to actually play every day. And another interesting question that hit Joe Girardi after the game was, do you think that the spark plug would die if Phil Gosselin did not come off the bench? If he was playing every day, would he have the same type of impact? Would that spark still be there? And I think that that is fair. I think you do lose value when someone like that plays every day. But when you are smoking lefties to the degree that Phil Gosselin is smoking lefties, I feel you have to give him more opportunities than just, hey, a pinch-hitting opportunity throughout a baseball game. And I want to see what he can do against righties. If he's pounding the baseball to this degree right now, Just give him a chance against righties and see what can happen. There's no indication that Phil Gosselin would hit 429 against lefties right now in his career, and he's doing it at this moment, so just give him that chance. I think at this point he has earned it, and if it doesn't work, okay, maybe you have a quicker leash on him, and you allow him to go back to that bench role where you know if you need to pinch hit in a game with a lefty on the mound that you will have someone who can rake the baseball at another level, so... Maybe a quick leash is in play, but the way Scott Kingery is playing, which is very poor, it's awful, it's embarrassing. I think totally okay with Phil Gosling seeing what he can do. That's all. Just see what he can do. It can't hurt. It can't be any worse than what Scott Kingery gives you. If it's not as hot as what he's giving you now, then okay. But there's no way it's going to be worse than what Kingery brings to the table. So come on now. Come on now. It's a no-brainer, the more and more I keep thinking about it. So that sixth inning, he gets the pinch hit double to make it 4-3. to three. Roman Quinn singles, 4-4. to four. Andrew McCutcheon knocks in a run, 5-4. to four. Phillies take the lead. And this is where your top dogs step up. Bryce Harper, whoa. This guy is on a tear right now. His OPS is insanity. His batting average is 367. Bryce Harper is murdering the baseball. He's doing it consistently, and he's getting multi-hit games almost every single game. Is he getting enough attention? I brought this up before. Because JT Realmuto is the free agent and having the season that he's having, I feel that's overpowering what Bryce Harper's doing. I will say, it's starting to get more recognition. Maybe the Tatis Jr. problem is overriding it as well. And when I say problem, that story is bonkers. And if you saw what the Phillies did in this sixth inning, I think that defends everyone who thinks like me, where you can't be mad at a player for having a 3-0 count in a seven-run game and hitting a grand slam. I don't care if the manager told him to check or not, to not swing or not. You destroy the baseball. Why? Why not? Why wouldn't you? It's a professional baseball game. And I think my buddy Dan Robinson said it the best, also known as Shelfie on YouTube. In Little League, 10-run limit is the limit, right? 10-run mercy rule. This is the MLB, and it was a 7-run game. How? How can you possibly tell him not to swing the bat? How can you be mad at him for knocking in runs, for hitting a grand slam? Don't. Tatis Jr. 
in a position where he's up 3-0 in the count. And if you do, don't throw him a meatball. Don't be a child. Don't be a baby. This is professional baseball. I can't believe it. And Tatis Jr. came to my mind because I, I tweeted out the video of Bryce's bomb. And I said he's doing the best impression of Fernando Tatis Jr. tonight. Because that kid is special, must watch television. You have to tune into his at-bats. But there's no reason to get sucked down a San Diego Padres rabbit hole right now. We're talking about the Philadelphia Phillies, who won four straight, by the way. And they are now 9-9 and on the season, moving up that NL East. Hopefully they can continue to do it. And they have a good opportunity tomorrow against the... Red Sox again with Jake Arrieta on the bump. But after Harper, it wasn't over. JT Realmuto hits a double. Didi Gregorius comes up, and he ends up knocking in a run. 9-4 to the score was at that point. And then later on in the game, it was the 7th inning, I believe. 7th uh, inning was Phil Gosselin's home run solo shot. And in the 8th, Jay Bruce with a 3-run bomb of his own. This offense is incredible at the moment, and they have a hell of a team batting average. You just go down the list of these offensive stats when it comes to a team lineup, and this squad is on a stretch right now that can maybe, just maybe, be a reason why they win teams when they have one of the worst bullpens in the MLB. And speaking of the bullpen, Blake Parker was okay. Alvarez struggled a bit. Guerra struggled a bit. But Blake Parker stepped into a role and did a decent job when he was relied upon. And Tommy Hunter, when he wasn't searching for the baseballs, when Reese Hoskins and some of the other guys hit homers, he was on the bump and he was able to do his job as well. If you're scoring 13 runs, here's some breaking news for you. Your bullpen should be able to get the job done, even if they're one of the worst bullpens in Major League Baseball. And you saw that on display in this one. Support for Sports Talk with Broads is brought to you by Manscaped, who is best in millen- best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. You know how many times I'm shaving in the shower and I'm trying to make sure it looks all perfect and I end up cutting myself? Well, you don't have to worry about that with the Lawnmower 3.0 because of the advanced skin safe technology. Because of the LED lights, I don't miss any spots. Because of the 7,000 RPM motor with the Quiet Stroke technology, you don't really hear anything and it's amazing. You can hide in the shower and get the job done. If you are listening to me right now, I want you to experience this firsthand. Shave that junk of yours. Your balls will thank you. And you will get 20% off and free shipping with the code BROD at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code BROD at manscaped.com. I couldn't believe what I was watching in this game. I was almost stunned because it was hit after hit after hit after hit. So so many two-hit games for a lot of players in this lineup. And it wasn't just that. When you look at the base running, stealing bases, Roman Quinn, Andrew McCutcheon. Stealing bases, being aggressive on the base paths. I love it. I love aggressive baseball. Put the pressure on the other team. Get a good jump. 
force the pitcher to have to feel uncomfortable. Do it all the time. And you know what? If it doesn't work out, okay. If you get gunned out at second, okay. I'll live with it. Sort of like Bryce Harper the other day trying to force it to third base. And here he is hustling with the hair going crazy. And he gets caught. All right, I don't care. I'll live with that. I'm all for being aggressive. Not just base running. Do it at the plate as well. That's one of my biggest knocks with Reese Hoskins. He hasn't been aggressive. Well, over the last couple games, he has been turning the page. And hopefully this home run will be the difference. Because I can only imagine the big fresh air breath that he takes when he's running around the bases nice and slow with a nice jog with a nice trot because he knows it left Fenway Park now I love myself some Fenway Park it sucks to see that place without any fans I don't know why but there's something inside of me that loves watching New York Yankee baseball and Red Sox baseball because it just feels like the history of baseball when you watch those two teams play. It doesn't have to be specifically against each other. I'm just talking about in general when there's no Philly sports on and I got on the MLB TV package that I have where I can watch all the out-of-market games. I am tuning into a Red Sox game on Nesson or I'm tuning into the Yankees game on Yes because it feels like baseball to me. And to see an empty Fenway Park, that is something that I don't want to see very often and it's weird and I want to see fans in the stands very soon. Very soon. I am proud of this team. I really am. Not that two weeks of baseball tells you exactly what a team is. We do know in a couple weeks, though, watching them play for a couple weeks, how bad the bullpen is. Their ERA is laughable. It's a joke. No lead is safe. No lead is safe. And going back to that Tatis Jr. situation, no lead is safe with this bullpen. But if the offense is going to be contributing this way, we're in business. And Gene Segura is not even in play right now because of the injury that happened last game. And I think he's been turning the corner as well, not only with hitting the baseball, but driving the baseball. Not only batting average-wise, but getting power with his hitting as well. Looking at the depth of McCutcheon, if McCutcheon can get consistent play, that starts it all off. That's where it all begins, that leadoff spot. And with the way he started this season off, it wasn't doable. It was hurting this team. It was crushing this team. Even last year, when things started to roll, McCutcheon got on. Gene Segura got on. Bryce Harper was up. Reese Hoskins was up. That's how it all worked last year with Gabe Kapler. That's how they were able to drive and run successfully early in games and score and win games when they were on a nice stretch. Well, with Andrew McCutcheon seemingly getting going here, that's going to open up this entire situation. That's going to put pressure on the pitcher. Let's talk first in the uh, first inning, for instance. Say Andrew McCutcheon gets on. First A-B. Now the pitcher's coming out of the stretch. Now you're messing around with the way that he's focusing in on the game. Oh, here's Reese Hoskins. Let's say he's one of his good games where he's getting a hit. He got a little bloop in the left field. Now you got first and second up for Bryce. The power is there. I mean, we all watch baseball. We understand how our lineup works and how powerful it is and how lethal it is when your first man gets on and your lineup hits from there. But I love that 
five, six area right now. Didi, boom. You got Jay Bruce. It's incredible stuff. It's fascinating to watch them hit. Especially with two outs. Two outs. The damage done with two outs in this game. I don't know if they can replicate that. At six inning, I had my hat on like a rally cap. Here we go. I felt like I was, I felt like honestly, you know, when you're playing Little League and your team has the rally and you're doing those chants up against the fence in the dugout. I felt like that with my hat on all awkward, inside out, forward, backwards. You got the cups being stacked up on your head, spitting sunflower seeds. I felt like a little kid watching that. Screaming, going nuts. Here we go. Am I a little concerned about Zach Eflin? I think it's fair to be concerned with the total pitches he's throwing and and this weird vibe that he's in. It's it's almost awkward because you should never be concerned when your pitcher is striking out a lot of guys. He's been striking out so many guys. It's incredible. But that's not who he is. That's weird. It's odd. And when you look at some of the contact that the Red Sox players had, Decent contact, barreling it up on him. Double, double, come on. By the way, that Verdugo kid, yeah, that, that kid's going to be a fun watch. That is what happened in the Mookie Betts deal. Now, Mookie Betts is killing it. The other night, he had three home runs in one game. He's on a very insane, I was going to say bender, but I guess really that's not the right word at all. That's when I'm... Drinking too many beers, too many days in a row, and I'm hungover every morning. But you get my point. He's doing something awesome at the plate consistently. So I would give up someone like Verdugo for Mookie Betts any day of the week and everything else involved in the payday and all of it. But I will say, he's definitely intriguing, he's very interesting, and he's fun to watch, and he's a nice player. But this Red Sox team, whoo! I wonder what the fans would be like if this was 162. I feel because it's a 60-game season and because with everything that happened, it's a little wonky. Red Sox fans are almost out thinking, that's ah, it's a 60-game season anyway. And they're a team that can go from last place to first place in one offseason because they have the money to do so and they will end up spending money as well. So they're one of those teams that can do it. But I feel that the city of Boston has almost given them a free pass because of, hey, it's only 60 games anyway. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't listen to too much Boston sports radio or read too much of their coverage. But isn't that any excuse for any team doing bad in a season like this, I guess? It's hey, it's just a weird season. Maybe. Who knows? I guess I don't have to worry about it because, well, you have the Philadelphia Flyers kicking ass right now. And you got the Phillies, who I'm optimistic about right now. Look at me. Look at me. And, and it's all because of... This is the offense I expected them to be. Now, 13 runs is a little bit aggressive. But it's not about the 13 runs particularly. It's it's just about the depth of the lineup and guys who were so cold finally getting a bit of rhythm. If Scott Kingery can come back to life and Phil Gosselin becomes that guy that is strictly a bench player, talk about someone who can make a difference coming off of the bench in games. And then you're really on to something. But 
I'm, I'm low on Scott Kingery. I was low on Reese Hoskins for a long time, but you're, you're starting to see him swing the bat more. And I mean, I guess expectations have changed for Reese. So I'm just happy he's not walking 2 million times and not swinging the bat at pitches he used to crush. So because my expectations changed for him, I guess I'm satisfied with what he's doing now at the moment. But I am praying that it gets to the point where maybe he can move out of that two spot. Maybe that could be a Gene Segura spot. And then he can have something crazy like Kutch, Segura, Harper, JT, Reese, Didi, Boom. Oh, oh, oh! Come on now! That sounds insane! How are you going to get that lineup out? Goslin. Oh, how could I forget Phil Goslin? Oh, to finish off the order, Phil Goslin? It's a weapon. It's a weapon out there. I want to keep laughing about it because it's mind-blowing. And oh, by the way, Andrew Knapp steps up the plate. And what do you know? That guy gets a hit. Everybody hits. Napper. Him and Gosselin on the same diet. Keep it up. Whatever you're eating, keep it up because it's working. Thank you all so much for listening. Go Phillies. And I will see you next time. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.